Fritz Fister of Remax Professionals. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. Welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,321. Thank you for sharing your time with me on this rainy Saturday morning. Oh, stay tuned. Uh, in the second half hour of the program, our subdivision of the week is actually going to be the village of New Berlin. Following the weekly observations, we'll open up the phone lines for your calls at 217-629-7970 for your questions. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions and stories I share with you on this program are from a real estate broker serving families just like yours in the Springfield area as a full-time realtor since 1987. Let's thank our sponsors this half hour of the program, shall we? Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem, it's Writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I'd like to take a moment to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, my son Sam in Nashville, Tennessee, my son Josh, his wife Ashley, and my grandchildren Kenzie and Weston in North Carolina, and they're listening live on WMAY.com, and welcome aboard everybody that's listening online. Well, I want to take a moment to wish everybody a happy Father's Day to my dad in heaven, uh, to my father-in-law Rich Hayes, and to my son Josh. All great dads. Well, it's time for our weekly observations being brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road. Stop by. They have a great sale on their Napoleons. They are the barbecue masters of Springfield. Gosh, they got these new uh, wood-burning uh, uh, pizza ovens. Have you seen those? It's like at the fancy restaurants you go to. Now you can have your very own to adorn uh, your deck or patio or your outdoor kitchen 
uh, whether you have a big green egg and Napoleon or a pellet cooker, whatever, that Marx has them all and they are the best and they service them all and they'll deliver great people, great product, and you'll love the food off the big green egg. I had the opportunity last evening to uh, cook for about, oh, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 people. They were in and out. My wife had invited over, and everybody always raves about the food that comes off the big green egg. That I guarantee you. It's time for our weekly observations for this June 19th, 2021, and it's titled The Slow Climb Back to Normal. Y'all remember normal? <laughs> I vaguely do. Well, we dodged a bullet this week as the Federal Reserve declared the current 5% inflation rate is an aberration created by an economy emerging from COVID. Well, I'm guessing those limo-riding board members don't buy gas, shop for food, or pay utility bills. That's just my guess. Regardless, the Fed also announced that they would be holding the cost of funds rates near zero until 2023 to support economic growth following COVID. Wait, what? Inflation is an aberration due to economic growth, so we'll keep rates near zero to support growth? Don't take me wrong. I love low interest rates, and I'll take them all day long. It's just the $4 gas that's coming, the rising utility bills, the $10 a pound ground beef and chicken wings that has me concerned. The Federal Reserve must have borrowed the climate change zealots' crystal ball. You know, the people who can't predict the weather two days from now, telling you what the temperature is going to be in 50 years. The only difference is the Fed is guessing, the is guessing and the climate change folks are fabricating. Seems the mortgage markets aren't as confident as the Fed's, and interest rates jumped nearly a quarter of a point on Friday to the highest rate since the uh, beginning of March. Rates remain incredibly low. But as your devil's advocate, I will remind you, interest rates historically have been volatile, at least when left alone by the government manipulators and left to the free market. Interest rates are like your teenage kids. You know what they're supposed to do. Why is this important? Well, only two things can stop the best seller's market we've ever had in the Springfield area. The two things are rising interest rates or satisfied demand combined with a lack of job creation. The inventory of homes, although continuing to run at near record lows, increased to the highest level since, how well, oddly enough, the beginning of March, the same as interest rates. Then there's buyers in our markets thinking this is Silicon Valley. With 25 of the 91 closed sales reported this week selling above asking price again. The winner this week paid $55,000 over asking price. Peace be upon you. <laughs> Strangely enough, 25 of this week's closed sales reported also sold right at the asking price. That's been a steady trend for six weeks in a row with 23 to 26 each week. Those 25 that sold above asking price are a different story. There were the fewest of the preceding six weeks and down from 31 last week. 
Now, could this be the beginning of a trend? Well, we'll see. Why would that be important? Well, remembering the closed sales uh, that went under contract four to eight weeks ago, uh, we're looking for a peak that's in our wake. When the trend is confirmed, I'll let you know, so you can take off your San Francisco hippie beads and stop playing Silicon Valley and paying 50 grand more than an asking price. Yes, it remains a seller's market. However, the foundation under that market is beginning to show some minor cracks. This could be the beginning of the slow climb back to normal. If you are a home seller, that means the clock is ticking to maintain your advantage in the marketplace. My advice is if you are thinking of selling a home to list your home yesterday, those little cracks in the foundation eventually become fissures. No amount of the Fed ignoring inflation or the state raising taxes on businesses will stop the cracks from widening. Get your home listed as soon as possible. Normal will be a welcome relief for everyone in the real estate industry. I empathize with all the new real estate agents who didn't start selling homes until 2019. Uh, they've never experienced normal. The bottom line is rates are rising. The inventory is climbing. Demand appears to be holding. The economy is showing signs of life in spite of government. And the number of people who have to pay above asking price to get a home purchase subsided this week. These are signs that people who need to sell should heed. In the meantime, I'm happy as I can be for the home sellers finally having the advantage the last two and a half years following 11 years of taking it on the chin during the purported recovery. Home sellers should take advantage of this last, could be last hurrah. It could last another year. It could be over tomorrow. Your window of opportunity is during the slow climb back to normal. Well, happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Thank you for all you do. It's more than you know. And that's this week's weekly ob observations. Uh, my wife, Christy, and I hope that you have a great and wonderful week, a wonderful Father's Day. And if you want to buy or sell a home or both, give me a call. Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. My phone number is 217-652-7653. It would be an honor to serve you. And I want to say thank you for the son of the couple that called me yesterday who are looking to transfer from okay everybody uh down in southern southeastern uh sangamon county be on the lookout for a thunderstorm coming your way that won't be too much fun i hope my wife's listening so she can make sure everything is battened down i pretty much battened down everything last night there were some pretty good storms that came through i think we had two and a half inches of rain out at the homestead which means I'm going to have to cut the grass again, probably on Father's Day, if it dries out enough. But I don't mind doing it. Okay. Your weekly observations were brought to you by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting. Now I want to move along. You know, as I was shuffling through my papers this morning, looking for uh, just uh, different uh, materials that I use weekly, I stumbled across this article from the State Journal Register, and it uh, was dated August 23rd, 2019. Uh, and the headline is Sangamon County Citizen Survey. 
57% considered moving in the past year. Well, that survey is being conducted again right now as we speak. And if you're called upon to participate in that, I urge that you do. It really gives uh, the businesses, uh, business owners, uh, the uh, pulse of what you, the consumer, are thinking and feeling. I just want to kind of cover this uh, this article quickly. It says 57% of Sangamon County residents who participated in a biennial survey considered moving in the last year. While perhaps not a surprising sentiment, at the state of Illinois has experienced population loss for five consecutive years. Of course, this is in 2019, so I'm sure it's seven consecutive years now. It is a striking increase from the past two surveys, which found that 35% in 2015 and 36% in 2017 considered moving away. The Sangamon County Citizen Survey is a collaborative effort between the University of Illinois Springfield Center for State Policy and Leadership, the Community Foundation for the Land of Lincoln, and the United Way of Central Illinois. The survey has been taken every year since 2013. Now listen to this. Respondents cited lower taxes, 23% of the people, and economic development, 20%, as the top two changes that would make them want to stay. Along the same line, 79%, including 82% of 18 to 34-year-olds, think that young people are better off moving out of Sangamon County. The numbers come even as solid majority said the county was a good place to live, raise a family, work, and send children to school. And I agree with that, certainly. It's a shame that the younger folks, you know, uh, don't see it that way. Uh, continuing with the article, there's kind of two sides to the coin. The very positive findings that say this is really a wonderful place to live, and it is. Then secondly, there are some things that are relatively dire at times. That we look at some of the statistics of people who uh, have considered moving away, for example, said John Strempsterfer, president and CEO of the Community Foundation for the Land of Lincoln. The random survey of more than 650 Sangamon County residents was released Friday. Okay, we don't need to go into all that. We got one community, but two different perceptions of it, said Norm Sims. Hi, Norm, uh, the former director of the Sangamon County Regional Planning Commission. And the trend in the research continues to, in my mind, to be poor communication and longstanding perception and baggage that influence both. And if there's one thing that we need to look at, it's doing a better job of communicating the positive parts of the first community and addressing the negative parts of the second community. Sims listed off several data points showing that Springfield natives are more negative. <laughs> Why is that? See, I'm, I'm a transplant. I moved out here from Ohio in 1979. Uh, that uh, Springfield natives are more negative about the hometown than those who originally came from outside the community. Warning that perception affects outcome. Well, you know, perception is reality. Uh, we've met the enemy and it is us. He's trying to copy old Pogo. I've met the enemy and he is me. Well, at any rate, continuing on, while no one offered a clear answer to the question of what caused a spike in the number of people exploring a move, really? <laughs> they just told you. 
taxes, and economic development. I mentioned last week that this state government couldn't be more anti-business if their goal was to be more anti-business, raising taxes on small businesses again by $660 million after decimating them with the COVID lockdown orders and eliminating 35% of small businesses. Now, granted, we're going to have a void there, and that void will be filled. And I hope some of those millennials who are thinking of leaving take advantage of those voids. I feel so sorry for the people that lost their businesses after a lifetime of investment in Illinois and Springfield and everywhere to have their businesses closed due to no fault of their own. But there's going to be a void there, and that void always gets filled. And hopefully these young, smart, hardworking millennials will take advantage of that. That's my little editorial input there. So perhaps that uh, just bleeds into the consciousness of the Springfield residents saying, maybe this place isn't that great. We should get the heck out of here. I hope to see the trend reverse in two years as we hopefully have more stability. Well, this was in August of 2019, and Mr. Stremsdorfer didn't realize that we were headed for COVID and a lot of really uh, hard times, shall we say. So if you have a chance to take part of this uh, survey, uh, please do so. Some of the highlights from the 2019 survey, uh, confidence in leaders, 60% local unelected, only 46% in uh, elected officials, 24% state, social well-being, 63%. Good place to live, 61%. Good place to raise children, 55%. Good place to work, 37%. Good place to retire. And I agree with all those things. And then uh, recommending the area, 50% would recommend Springfield area to someone considering a move here. 35% would not. 15% were uncommitted. The local economy, 2% thought it was excellent. Now, this is back in 2019 when the rest of the nation was having the best economy in our history. Uh, But only 2% saw our local economy as excellent. 25% good, 56% fair, 17% poor. Back again to the over-regulation, burdensome regulations, unnecessary, non-beneficial regulations, uh, such as they're now proposing that fortunately didn't pass last week. Uh, shutting down coal-fired power plants when we count on 70% of our electricity from coal-fired power. Now, they don't have anything to replace that with. We'll just end up buying it from Kentucky and Missouri. So that's a fool's errand. But uh, further highlights barriers uh, to entry. 62% said not having connections is a large barrier to career success. 25% overall and 46% of non-white respondents reported being a person of color as a large barrier to success. I find that surprising, but it is what it is. Quality of education, 36% excellent, 36% good, 22% fair, 6% poor. I wonder what that's going to come out this time after the irresponsible shutdown of the schools. Uh during a time when it really wasn't necessary. I, it was in the beginning, but not after we learned more and more as we went along. And then this one I really like. Trust in the local media to accurately report the news. 56%. Uh, WICS, 
25%, State Journal Register 22%, and NPR only 20%. And those were the top three most trusted. So we're going to take a break for the news here at the bottom of the hour. I just thought I'd share that survey numbers from the last time around. And then when it comes back out this August, guess what we're going to do? We're going to cover it again. We're going to see how people feel now. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have your market activity report, interest rate watch, and your subdivision of the week, New Berlin. Well, welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate, uh, program number 1,321, the second half hour of the program. I think when our weather update came in, it messed up our board, and I don't know how to correct it. So, Kyle or... Doc or anybody that's listening and want to come in and get this computer back to where it's supposed to be, it would be greatly appreciated. Let's thank our sponsors for this half hour of the program, if you would. Uh, we have our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, moving the things you love, bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you, just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. And talk about underwater. Now's a real good time to be calling Pat Patterson at 691-8555 because this I will tell you. Uh, you don't want that water getting into your crawl space or your basement. It causes major damage and cause harmful health effects if you get mold in your crawl space and so forth. Just no need to do it. And Pat can come out and analyze what is needed to be done to stop that water from getting in. And that's all he does. He doesn't do any more, nothing less. He solves your problem. Pat Patterson, 691-8555. Now it's time for our market update. Guys, I'll tell you what, we have had... uh, uh, just bear with me a second here, folks. Uh, Kyle, uh, we had the weather interrupt, and mm-hmm. then I don't know what happened, but we got all out of uh, kilter. Yeah, so if you can straighten out that board, I'd appreciate it. Okay, we got our homework taken care of, but what's going on? Well, I mentioned that uh, we've had the highest, we've got the highest number of homes listed for sale, but it's only 375 active right now. That's most since the week ending March 6th. And ironically, that's the last time that uh, the interest rates are as high as they are today, and that's coming up in the uh, interest rate report. There are 1,812, the year of 1812. Remember that? We're up 218 home sales over last year, up 13.7%. But that's going to change because the number of homes under contract continue to run below last year at this time because we had heck of a run last year. If you remember, we were shut down in March and April. And so the closings in April and May were just terrible, Uh, but it really took off. The pendings did in May. And then we had an all-time record year, but we did it all almost from June on. Uh, So these numbers are going to change as we continue going forward. As I mentioned last week on the program, we'll probably hit negative territory on the sold and closed by September sometime in September, I would suppose. Uh, And here we go again. Do I sound like a broken record or what? We had 112 new listings in our MLS this week and 102 sold pending. That's incredible. It just keeps mirroring each other. Last week, 104 new listings, 102 sold pending. That 102 is a real popular number, I'm telling you. 
Uh, so, you know, we're just, as, as fast as we list them, we sell them. But one of these days, we're going to be coming along here, and we're going to run out of qualified people or people have already done something. Springfield's a limited area. We're not Chicago. We're not uh, Metro St. Louis with oodles of people. We have a limited number of people here. And since the beginning of 2019, we have set all kinds of records for the number of people who have bought a home, sold a home, refinanced their home. Are those people who have refinanced at 2% going to move and buy a home when the interest rates are now over 3%? Probably not. So, the market is really good right now. It still favors the seller. And uh, I would take advantage of that. If I'm thinking about selling a home, maybe you don't want to sell your home until the end of the year because you're retiring at the end of the year, for example. My advice would be sell it now. You'll get your best dollar. You'll sell rather quickly and just rent until you retire. You wait till the end of the year. It could be the polar opposite of the market that we're in right now. Now, the Federal Reserve said that they want to go ahead and hold those interest rates, right? Well, sometimes they can't. If inflation gets out of control, which I think it already is, uh, they're going to have to raise interest rates to combat those high inflation rates. So there you go. That's your weekly uh, market update brought to you by Pat Patterson. JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair. Give him a call at 691-8555. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home, my name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. And uh, you can reach me at 652-SOLD. And of course, if you have a professional relationship with a REMAX agent, you give them a call. The office number is 787-7215. Now it's time for our weekly interest rate watch. And if I can find my interest rates here, there they are. Thank you, Kyle. We're back up and running. That's why I'm a, that's why I'm great at selling homes. <laughs> I can't run computer boards. In fact, I don't even run the computers at the office hardly. I'm great at the MLS. I am a MLS whiz because I, that's how I get all this data. However, Amy Mason, uh, buyer broker on the team, and congratulations to Amy couple of sales this week uh, in, in addition to our administrative duties. But what's going on with the interest rates being brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving. And don't forget, hire the pros to move you across town. Don't hire the guys that give you the best price and then all of a sudden your stuff's damaged, uh, your walls are scratched. Hire the professionals to get it done. If they can move these executives from coast to coast, if the big businesses here in Springfield trust them for their record management and storage, you can trust them too. Heal your storage and moving, moving the things you love. You call my friend Tom Swift at 525-8550. Okay, the 15-year uh, jump from 2.25 to 2.525. So a quarter of a percent jump. 30-year conventional loan went from 2.9 to 3.125, another quarter percent. FHA did jump up a little bit, not as much as the conventionals, from 2.75 to 2.875. And the VA jumped from 2.625 to 
to 2.875. So uh, there's another quarter of a point jump. Now, what caused this? Darned if I know. But uh, especially after the Federal Reserve came out and said, well, we're going to hold interest rates near zero. Well, see, they don't set the mortgage rates. The bond market sets the mortgage rate. You look at the 10-year treasury, and that is what the, your 30-year mortgages are based off of, the 10-year treasury. So if you follow that number, I forget how much you add to it, but whatever that's trading for, you add a couple points or whatever, and that should be your 30-year rate. Now, these are still excellent, excellent interest rates. Make no mistake about it. However, they're quite a bit higher than when we hit bottom last summer. When did we hit bottom? Let me look back here. It seemed to me it was like in June of 2020. Uh, let me see. The 30-year, uh, no, it was in July. Last year, we hit 2.4% on the 30-year. That was July 31st. That's amazing. Can you imagine 2.4%? You that are longer in the tooth, you remember the days of the 10, 15, 20% interest rates to get 2.4% all-time record low mortgage rates. That's why we've had so much demand. Everybody can afford to do it. Rents went up to all-time record highs. They're still there. There's still a lot of people that want to rent. And so uh, I'm advising sellers, uh, the clock's ticking. It's just going to be ticking right along. And then one day we're going to stand here and we're going to look around and we're going to say, where'd everybody go? Where did everybody go? And then the tables will have turned. And uh, hopefully it lasts uh, throughout the remainder of the year. Who knows? I sure don't know. But uh, your weekly interest rate watch was brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving, 525-8550. really appreciate them bringing you the interest rate watch. And we're going to watch that like a hawk for you. And that's for sure. We can't uh, afford to uh, be asleep at the wheel. Oh, I updated the uh, Sangamon County uh, numbers. Uh Here's where we stand in May. We've got three in red territory, three categories in red territory, and one uh, in the black. The one in the black are sold and closed. 291 closed sales. That's up 20.7% over last May when we had 241. But that was because of the lockdowns in April, uh, May of, last, uh, of this year is only the fifth best out of the last six Mays going back. Now, the sold pendings were down 4.1%. The new listings, they're really closing in and they're starting to build up. They were only off 2.7%. And the median sale price was down 7.8%. Now, yeah, isn't that amazing how uh, you look out there and, and people are paying $55,000, above asking price. And the median sale price is down. How can that be? Well, it is. And that's for sure. Uh, it's time for our subdivision of the week. Being brought to you by our friends at Bacon Termite and Pest Control. Gosh, what great people. Kathy Bacon. You give Bacon a call uh, for all your termite needs. And uh, they'll come out, and it, they'll, I recommend that you hire them for your, uh, I don't know what I do with my, I don't have their phone number in my brain. I apologize. 
But anyway, call Fritz at 652-SO-NOW. I'll get you uh, Bacon's phone number. I've misplaced my uh, my outline here. But, oh, here it is. Don't uh, Don't forget. It's not just for when you buy a home that you get a termite inspection. It's not a lifetime guarantee. If you've been in your home five, ten years and you haven't had your home inspected for wood-destroying insects, you know, there's carpenter ants and there's uh, carpenter bees and there's termites. There's all kinds of critters that just would love to eat your house up. Uh, give Bacon a call. And I've got the number right here, 217-544-7566. And uh, they'll be happy to come out. You tell them Fred sent you. That's the one thing we would like you to do, if you would, please. Well, we're going to go out to New Berlin. Thank you to Bacon, Termite, and Pest Control for bringing you the subdivision of the week. Last week, we were out in Pleasant Plains. Now, Pleasant Plains and New Berlin are kind of sister cities. They're, what is New Berlin, about 10 miles south of Pleasant Plains? I think uh, New Berlin's a little bit bigger than Plains, uh, but we shall kind of compare them. How many homes are available for sale in New Berlin, would you guess? you have an idea? Have you ever watched the movie Trains, Planes, and Automobiles? John Candy sitting in the back of that pickup truck with Steve Martin, and Steve Martin's trying to get that glove, and that dog goes to nip at him when he goes to grab it. And he looks at John Candy, and he says, how cold do you think it is? And he says, what do you think the temperature is? And John Candy said, one, and that's how many homes are for sale in New Berlin. One. And it's only been on the market three days, so you better hurry. Uh, under contract, there are four. And the median list price, oh, the house that's for sale, it's listed for $117.5. It's on Duoden. Uh, sold pending, four homes, the median list price of those four, that's not a great big number, $183,950. Uh, and they were on the market an average of 12 days, 12 days until they were under contract. That's excellent. In the last six months, there were 14 that have sold and closed. The median sale price was 148.5. They averaged 20 days on the market, those 14 homes in the last six months. Now, we go back one year to the same six months, but one year earlier, and there were only 11 that were sold and closed, and the median sale price was $179.9. So it's kind of going to balance out there. The median sale price in New Brown's going to probably, in my opinion, end up this year probably around that uh, 180 mark. Uh, I just think uh, some of the lower-priced homes sold earlier, and that's just pulling down the median. If you look at it, there's one home for sale in New Berlin. There was four in Pleasant Plains. There were four sold pending in both towns. There was 14 uh, sold and closed in the last six months in New Berlin, 15 in Plains. And both of them had 11 closed the pre uh, one year earlier six-month stretch. So almost identical, which is pretty amazing. But New Berlin, great little place to live. So those Pleasant Plains. We were out to Petersburg. We were out to Athens. And uh, before that, we were in Sherman and Williamsville. We uh, also went to uh, Chatham and Rochester as well. And that ends our trip around the county. Well, no, I think I better get down to Auburn. And my friends are going to be mad at me down there in Auburn. <laughs> we'll get down to Auburn and see how Auburn's doing. Maybe uh, 
will run out to, to the east of town, too, and maybe get old Riverton right here. I better not leave Riverton out. This is where I broadcast from. They'll, they'll not be happy with me. Uh, we really, uh, you know, are in the midst of uh, uncertain times. We don't know what the economy is going to do now, do we? Uh, we have uh, one of the last states to open up, uh, of course, and uh, they continue to raise taxes. They continue to pass regulations, and uh, we just don't know what impact that's going to have on the small businesses because, you know, you raise $660 million on businesses. That's less money that they have to hire, to expand, to invest in capital uh, purchases. It just is It's not a good thing. Uh, to have happened. And we've already had our taxes go up. What, what did they raise them? Oh, gosh. 37% on the last tax increase. What they did was they took that temporary tax and they made it permanent. They just came back and did that. We went from 3% to 4.99% on our personal tax. And then the corporate tax is even higher. And of course, I was brilliant. I went out. And I became a, an S. I formed an S corporation, uh, the Fister Success Team Incorporated, and uh, of course, that's a pass through. So, when they raised the personal income tax from three percent to four point nine nine percent as a pass through, all my uh, business profits that we earned through the company went up thirty six percent, and it hurts. I remember I had to put off a car purchase the first time they raised it. I was right at the end of my first bug. I'm on my second bug. I've had uh, uh, two bugs now uh, since 2000. Bought the first one in 2000. I had to get a new one in 2012, and I still have it, and I have a combined 375,000 miles on them, and those are hard miles because I travel all over the county. Well, multiple counties. I serve four counties. But I primarily do my business in Sangamon and Springfield, so those are hard miles. And if any of you know uh, the roads that uh, we travel here in central Illinois, although we've had our gas taxes doubled, I haven't seen a lot of improvement. I've seen some. I just wish they would get around to where I travel more frequently. You know, they did a great job on Chatham Road in Springfield uh, from about uh, uh, where Schnooks is at Isles uh, going north. But it only goes about four blocks, and then all of, a, all of a sudden it becomes a washboard again. Potholes everywhere, rattles my teeth. It's just terrible. We need to get those. Uh, we need to get those streets done. Well, watch the interest rates, buyers. You need to be taking advantage of this too. Three point one five percent. That's four hundred and thirty dollars a month for a one hundred thousand dollar mortgage. I want to remind you that the twenty year average. The 20-year average for a 30-year mortgage prior to the financial meltdown of 2008 was 8%. Now, at 3.15, it's $430. At 8% for the same $100,000 borrowed, it's $734. So what is that? $305 a month more for borrowing the same amount of money. Now, let me ask you this. If you own a home, what do you think happens when the purchasing power of the buyer goes up $300 a month for the same $100,000? That's right. Your prices go down, and they will. 
And that's why I've been preaching patience to all my buyer clients. We had a very successful week uh, this week, uh, seven sales this week. Finally, uh, have uh, accomplished uh, the goals for uh, numerous of our buyer clients who we've been preaching patience to because there's just no sense in overpaying for a home. It doesn't matter uh, if you're in a low inventory situation, if you buy an overpriced home today, someday you're going to have to sell an overpriced home. It's just that simple. And we don't want you to have to uh, bear that burden on down the road. Oh, but Fritz, we're going to stay forever. This is our forever house. And I just say, this is my 35th year in the business, and life is what happens to you while you're making plans. You pay that extra $20,000 for that home, and all of a sudden your job changes. You have a life change. Something happens, and you have to sell in two years. Uh, it's not going to be a pleasant situation. That's uh, the truth. So you must be prudent and when you're making your decisions. That's why I've been just pleading with everybody use common sense, follow your intuition. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Uh, you know, I, for the life of me, I don't know what's going on. I, I wrote an offer uh, this week, 98% uh, of the asking price, first one's in, second day the house is on the market, and this is an upper bracket home. And the seller declined to counter or accept they just simply refused to entertain the offer because they said, quote, there, there's so much interest swirling around our house. We're going to see if we can just get more. We don't even want to counter. First time in my career that's ever happened. And so uh, the buyer's probably not going to be able to buy that home. And that's fine. I wish the seller well. Uh, we'll find him another home. Uh, like we said last week a couple of times, my friend Pete Stewart, he says it. Well, houses are like buses. There'll be another one come along, and there will be. Well, I really appreciate uh, you taking time to sit down and listen to me ramble on today, and I apologize about the computer errors. Oh, I forgot to uh, tell you that I have four appointments slots available for listings this week. If you're thinking about selling your home, call Fritz at Remax Professionals, 217-652-SOLD. And I'd be happy to schedule a time. I've got some new listings. And thank you to those who called last week to fill my three slots. I greatly appreciate it. So we have those coming as well. So you home buyers, stay tuned. We have some new listings coming that we'll be happy to share with you in the upcoming weeks. However, we're running out of time today. I just want to say thank you so much. I want to wish all the dads out there happy Father's Day. God bless you all. Make it a great week. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers.